What's up, guys? Tyler here with Inclusive. Joining me tonight is the one and motherfucking only. Brett Allenberg. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right back at it, right back at it. Here we go again, Tyler, man. How you feeling? What is up? What is new? What is going on in your life? Tell the listeners, tell the viewers, tell everybody here what we got planned for the night, dude. Oh, yes, yeah. I just wanted to, like, a little recap about earlier this morning whenever I sent out that podcast. Uh, guys, I just started working. Everything sounds, uh, everything's going good, actually. Um, this uh, first time I've worked in a while. Um, warehouse supervisor for a company out in Rockwall, Texas. Uh, everything's going good. Got the six to two in the afternoon, so you know, get off fairly early in the day. So I got a, I got a good amount of time to spend with the family and to put forth for the uh, you know the podcast and the YouTube channel, Brett. So you know everything's going really solid and really good. Um, today went you know really good. I don't have a lot of bad employees like my last job, so it is it's fairly better. But uh, Brett, let's tell us a little, a little bit about your day and how uh, how the life of the uh, Quality control is going. <laughs> well, as everybody must know, quality control is a broad spectrum in which I think every company needs, whether it's tech, manufacturing, distribution, anything. We are the people who make sure that the product we send out is absolutely top-notch and phenomenal, not only for our company's needs, but for our customers as well. And I must say, and I'm proud to admit this, that I'm a quality control savant, which means entails that... Uh, my company here has a zero percent defect rate. That means we send out nothing but perfect motherfucking shit all the time. But uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and jump into this right now. We're gonna cut the fucking ice. We're gonna break it open, sledgehammer style this motherfucking shit, and uh, just talk about what I what, what I was passionate about earlier. So, <clears throat> oh by the way, guys, if you haven't noticed, my little logo's changed because I got my old account back. That's right, the one I had in 2018. It's back. It's fresh. It's new. It's ready to freaking roar. And uh, we're gonna you know tear to the face of adversity here. But Tyler's kind of off subject, but I'm just going to go ahead and throw this out there. So, guys, I have been waiting on this pre-launch for, I don't know, a month now. And it's for a game called uh, Black Desert Online. Oh, my Jesus Lord, guys, if you have not played this game, you need to get it right now because it's about to launch in one hour and 18 minutes. That's right. At 12 o'clock, this thing goes global. Android, you're lucky because you got to play it a little bit beforehand. But uh, it goes global launch for iOS here. At exact, uh, and now an hour and seven. Is that free for it? It's absolutely free. Uh, it's absolutely free. The only thing they have is in-app purchases, as always, you know, just in case you want to get a little bit of in-game currency and things of that nature. But let me give you the gist of how this goes. Guys, I'm an MMORPG, RPG fanatic. I have played every single freaking one from the Super Sega, I mean, all the way up to, I don't know, the fucking Xbox Five now or Scarlet, whatever the hell you want to call it. Um, I'm a fanatic, and I have tried to find the most perfect balanced MMORPG game on the phone. However... Every time I want to see one, every time I want to click one, they promise new generations, new this, new that, you know, a whole new system of, like, MMORPG play, and it's always the repetitive same shit. I'm so sick and tired of picking a select class, having to stick with my own skills, and run through a game, auto-questing, and fucking auto-hunting. I am a huge, I hate that so much. Let me be in control of my own destiny. Let me go off and do it. If I walk into, if I'm level one, and I go into a level 99 area, and I get my fucking shit smacked by a black knight, then let that, let me learn. Don't tell me, oh, you can't go in there because you're not that high of a level. That is so stupid. I am so sick and tired of that. But anyway, guys, this game is going to be massive. It's going to be huge. And uh, if you got to free up at least four gigs of space on your phone for this bad boy because it is immersive, guys. It is everything. I created my own character. And the guy looks just like me. I'm serious. Like, if, it, if I were to die and this guy was a real-life character, they wouldn't even know who's who because it's just that fucking great. I spent, like, I think 35 minutes customizing my character all the way down to the eyebrow hairs. It is great. And if they put that much thought and effort into this character design, then there's no telling what the game's going to look like, you know, personally on the mobile. But uh, it always is going to be a port. You know, ports are some. Some things are kind of good. Some things are kind of bad. But in retrospect, 
Check the game out. I'm not sponsored by this at all. I'm just saying my personal opinion. I haven't even played it yet, and I'm already super freaking hyped about it. But uh, Tyler, didn't mean to overrun you there, buddy. But um, you want to go ahead and talk about what you what you got lined up for the night, my guy? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I had a few questions for you about that game, actually, because I know we spoke about it. Um, me and Brett play a game called RuneScape. You know, old school, we'll play some bossing and stuff like that. Of course, guys. This isn't just a mobile game. That that is a computer based game. So we're, you know, whenever he's talking about you know full on you know um, RPG and stuff on the on the phone, we're talking like not not an inclusive mobile only game. So we we won't bring up RuneScape in this kind of topic. But in that matter, that's something that we're kind of looking for. Not necessarily with the skilling and everything, but something that creates diversity, something that allows us to choose our destiny. You know, I'm I'm like Brett. Uh, I, when I get into a game, and I, it's kind of like Skyrim. When I get into into Skyrim. I have the ability to play and do whatever I want. I can go down any skill tree. I can mm-hmm. go um, anything. Not Nightingale. Uh, 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 what is that? The Brother Dark Brotherhood. I can be a thief. Thieves Guild. You know. Yeah. I, there's there's so many things that we can dwell vision to, but with some of these games that come out now, that they're, they're more of like a money grab that you see on Facebook. Uh, come out now, best game. You know, best MOBA or best RPG of the of the year for. Uh, cell phones and you get on it and like brett says pay to win or like a button auto hunt auto level auto questing that is the sh- that like it is it, okay don't get me wrong it's nice every now and then if you're just very like just really stuck and you don't know what to do yeah it can help but it's on every quest doesn't matter how hard the quest is doesn't matter how easy the quest is they're gonna be holding your hand and that's stuff i don't like i like i like brett said you know don't like don't tell me if i'm gonna go somewhere that i can't go like, oh, well, you're only level five. Don't go here because it's level 20. Well, let me fuck up and make that mistake. Let me lose all my shit mm-hmm. because the grind to get that stuff back. Yeah, it's going to suck at first. You're going to be pissed. But then you get to work harder. And then you get to build your, your, your character because you know, hey, level 20, I have to, you know, get stronger. And you get your stuff back. And, and really, and whenever you, when you make those kind of mistakes, it makes you really get into the game more, I believe, because then you're like, whoa. You know, I built my character around this specific type of play, play, but this dungeon, okay, magic stronger, range is stronger, two-handed sword is stronger. Like, like it kind of like enables you to really think about your character build and stuff, depending on you know the diversity that you can actually do with the game, rather than being locked into one quest or you know like Skyrim where you can just change it up. And that's what's something I'm really looking for. And to expect a mobile uh, like a mobile game to give us a Skyrim thing, I think is mm-hmm. I, I would say is a little selfish on our part. But but you don't you just give us the meat and potatoes. Don't you don't have to give us the full fucking you know crock pot of dinner. You know just give us the meat and potatoes, the basic you know you know decency to say hey all right we're gonna give you this character customization. Uh, you know multiple class you know in a cl- class interaction. You know there's not not being locked down to hey I'm a rogue ninja. It's it's only you know rogue ninja from here on. Right. Like, if if I need if I needed to adapt my character to the situation, kind of like on RuneScape, kind of like on Skyrim, I should have that uh, ability to do that and not be like, okay, well, I'm a rogue. This mission or this part of the story is like strong mage. I'll never beat it because I'm have to get 20 levels above. And by the time I farm out that 20 levels, I'm burnt out from the game. Right. I don't want to play anymore. Right. You know. So I think I think what what me and Brett are trying to say is. Hopefully, Black Desert is what we've been talking about over the past few days, guys. And I, I don't know if you guys researched it, but definitely look into it. And I've, I've actually been kind of excited for it. I've seen it a couple times on Facebook and then on YouTube ads, uh, which I haven't been seeing for a while because, you know, I went back to YouTube Premium. But that was one of the games I've actually been looking forward uh, to. And on my other phone, I actually had the little pre-order thing. But, of course, I broke that phone. So now I'm back to my Note 8. So 
uh, kind of forgot about it. But yeah, I'm, gl- I'm glad you talked to, you know talked about that a little bit, Brett. And uh, hopefully we can get people more into mobile gaming uh, because you know phones are getting stronger. They're getting stronger visual graphics, uh, you know, 4K retina screens and everything, you know, so on and so forth. Phones are adapting and getting very very strong. And you know you don't always have a ton to sit down on the computer or grab a PS4. Or xbox uh, you know controller so having the mobile game on you know on the move does really help and it gives you something to do you know while you're sitting at the hospital while you're sitting at work and you're alone you know something to kind of diverse you know from just sitting on the couch pushing controllers or you know moving a mouse and keyboard so i think it really is good right um, but yeah one of the things brett uh, guys i really wanted to talk about is um i i had read online earlier and uh you know a couple days ago too um you know, the whole hype about the new PS5 being revealed, like the little sneak peek and the Xbox Scarlet and stuff like that, you know, rather the specs have been released or whatever. But one company comes in mind in particular that, that said, you know, Sony doing this and Microsoft, it hurt their sales, which I'm not, I, I don't really care because I'm not a fan of the place anyway, because it's not like it used to be when we were kids. Um, I think the now and the company we're talking about is, you know, GameStop, not to give them any crap, not to, you know, bad mouth or, you know, kind of slander their name or anything like that. But I don't think GameStop has the same core values like it did when we were kids when it was about gaming versus, you know, making money. Um, but uh, it, it was it was noted to say that um, somebody in the GameStop uh, higher up said that, you know, it's affecting their sales dramatically just from Sony. Uh, revealing, you know, the PS5, you know, and then uh, the Xbox Scarlet. And Brett, what do you think um, would cause this initial, you know, scare in sales? Um, is it because, do you believe, do you think it's because people are like, all right, well, this is getting rumored, so that means it's probably going to hit within the next year. Let's not waste our money on a PS4 or Xbox. Let's continue on our 360 or the regular Xbox uh, One instead of getting the Xbox X or whatever, S, whatever. Um, and the PS4 Pro, let's just stick with our normal and wait wait a year and just wait it out uh, for the next big console to come out. Do you think that's kind of how it what it what, how it's affecting uh, the sales, or uh, what do you think? Do you think it's more of an internal problem with GameStop itself? Oh, let's see. Well, to be honest, every 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 time we have a new console, which it sounds like we've had it a lot, we haven't. Like every five six years, they come out with a new console, which is completely fine, which is everything else you know that everybody wants. However, at the same time. I think GameStop is really kind of falling off, to be honest. Like, I, I can't remember the last time I seen the title GameStop in any header on any news article for the past, honestly, like three or four years. Like, yeah, they have great deals every now and then, but that's that is every now and then. You know what I mean? Um, the only way I can look at it, the reason why you know they're having, I guess, problems with that is because yes, I mean, you're you're right on that. Like, people do want to hold on to their generation consoles they have now. They don't think it's you know adaptable or equipable or whatever the case may be to go out and purchase you know, or pre-order whatever you can for the new system. But in turn, it's like, you know, people think that, you know, we see those memes on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that about GameStop being like, you know, there's a picture where this kid's got a hundred games and then he sends them across the table and the guy's like, best I could do is $3.50. Like we laugh at that. Yeah, like Pawn Stars? Like the Pawn Star memes? Yeah. Yeah, but here's the deal. Like we laugh at that. But in reality, that is exactly what's happening. We have all these games that we do have, games that still hold values, games that still, you know, are replayable, things that, you know, even sometimes turn into collector's editions, but GameStop is charging, you know, the players a little bit of money. And they're like, okay, well, you can do $17 with this, or you can do in-store cash, 
or, or cash for like 14 bucks it's like well why is it backwards like i don't understand you know why that why that makes any sense at all because it doesn't and i've been to gamestop i quit shopping there i haven't i haven't shopped at gamestop in probably like i said two years to be honest uh i get off yeah because they, they're trying to force you into shopping there it's, yeah it's not you know, i don't want to feel like i have to shop there like if you want my business yeah i if you treat me right now i will return but don't tell me don't try to force it down me like well hey i'm gonna lock you into this card but you got gamestop reward points uh, but you can only redeem this money yeah. here at a GameStop. No, exactly, and that's 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 what I don't get either. Because even though you have five thousand points, you, the best thing you can get you can get is a fucking stick of gum. Like it don't, it don't matter how much money you have on that card. There's no way in hell you're gonna be able to get anything you want to unless you have shopped at GameStop since the day it opened up. Like I guarantee, if you only spend an average of twenty five dollars a week in GameStop by the by three years from now, you may. You may have enough points to buy a fucking controller for the brand new system you just got. You know what I mean? So the rebates are kind of ridiculous. The game prices, yes, they are cheap. I mean, they are cheap, but GameStop knows better. Sometimes. Yeah, but GameStop knows better than anybody what games are playable and what games aren't playable. By and by playable, I mean, you know, no one wants to go buy. No one wants to go buy fucking Tetris. Okay, if it's Red Dead Redemption, yeah, the price is going to be nineteen dollars, but the game is ten years old anyway. It doesn't make it. It doesn't make a difference. But, you know, for me. Like I said, the whole the whole hinting the Scarlet in the PS5, I'm excited about it. The only thing I do not like is how they have, well, I mean, it's not, I mean, it's just personal opinion, but the pure digital consoles where there are no discs whatsoever, you download your shit straight from the internet, which is, I guess is convenient. However, if you were to move and you, all of a sudden you have all this great shit on your Xbox and you, or your PlayStation and you take it wherever you need to go and all of a sudden your internet's a little bit more shitty or you don't get enough megabits for whatever, congratulations. Or you don't have internet at all. Yeah, or, or you don't have internet at all, you're right. Because I know a shit ton of people that don't have it. Then that, 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 that $1,000 console you just bought because you're one of the best and baddest motherfucker, it is not- You just hated yourself, you, you know? You just shot yourself right in the foot with that, you know? But, I mean, it's also cool that they have a, a, I mean, a disc version too, but it's going to cost you a little bit more money, which, which is besides the point anyway. But- but the deal is with us hardcore gamers that just love this, like we're like, you know, the Jetsons down the road. We want to have the newest of the new. We want to be the best of the best. We want to have the top tiers and the top tier of what we fucking have. You know what I mean? And honestly, GameStop is just, GameStop, just put them out of the picture for a second and just look at the Microsoft and Sony, what they're doing now. They're making moves. I mean, they're donating to charities. They're freaking building cars and shit now. Like they're creating new things. They're trying to develop all this kind of new tech and everything like that. Like they are really like i'm surprised maybe 10 years down the road they may merge together for god's sake even though they're like a rivalry wherever they get to be they may just come together and create the best fucking thing in the whole entire world gamestop is like is now to me like boss blockbuster we have redbox now we have streaming we have gamefly we have all these things that we can do where we don't have to physically go into a store anymore and buy a game you know what i mean if you want to keep it you there's millions of ways to purchase it amazon best buy all that kind of stuff like that. And Best Buy's not going anywhere because they don't just focus on games. They focus on the technology of the future. Like, seriously. So, when it comes to GameStop being hurt... Yeah, I think, I think it's an internal issue, to be honest. And I think they're just saying that to stay relevant with things. Because, like I said, I can't remember the last time I've seen GameStop pop up in a header at all in any type of news or article whatsoever. Yeah, you're right, you're right. And I got one thing I want to talk, touch up on this, which is very surprising to me, which... You know, Redbox is kind of irrelevant to me because I don't, I don't really do movies and I really don't do like a lot of TV. Yeah. But when I do, I you know Hulu, Netflix, you know that kind of stuff. Streaming. That all that has, you know, streaming. Yeah. Redbox just announced, um, I think it was today, that they will no longer be doing game rentals after 2020. What? Or no, after the January in 2020, they're gonna stop doing game rentals altogether. 
And I don't know if this is a financial reason because people are stealing the games because they had a big problem for like a big crisis where people were taking the CD, setting it on a scanner, scanning the CD, cutting it out like a fucking CD disc, sticking it back in the case and then sticking it in the red box because it's reading it just like the little tag. You know, because people are dirty. People are dirty. People are just either dirty, broke, or just, you know, you know, just scandalous thieves, you know. And uh, I think that might have more to do with it. Uh, but um, you know, sales wise, they're they're making money. But you know, of course, you make you sell a game like you rent a game five for five times. You make twenty five bucks, and then the one person else runs it. You make another five dollars. They haven't paid for that game yet. Right. You know, if after the, you know, they they pay let's say sixty dollars for this game, five people rent it at five dollars. You know, or ten at five dollars, fifty bucks, whatever. So they're five dollars. They're ten dollars short. The next person rents it, fifty-five bucks. They're about to break even right now at five dollars. They have one more rental, but instead of that rental, someone cuts out a CD and sticks it in there, and they put it back. So when they rent, they got to refund that person to make their sixty dollars just to break even. They have to re- go right and refund that person their five dollars or however much it is, yeah. hypothetically, and they're losing money. And now they have to guess what? Replace that CD with another one. Mm-hmm. So that's another sixty dollars. So they're in a hole again. You know, they might get a you know a, a cut because of commercial, or whatever pricing, whatever. Uh, but you, let's be honest, Red Dead Redemption Two. Let's say if you buy that game, Rockstar is not going to give you any kind of deal unless you buy like ten or more CDs, probably ten or more games, or you know, oh, you just buy one. It's like walking in Walmart. Hey, I'm going to buy one. Like you can't just go to Walmart and say, Hey, I'm going to buy five of these games. Let's let's will and deal. They're not going to do that. This ain't fucking Pawn Stars. Right, right. <laughs> they're going to take like, oh, you work here? Oh, yeah, get your 10% off. We'll get the fuck out of my face. Like, you know, they're, they're not going to work with you at all. There's no that. So Redbox in turn is losing money. And that's what I'm thinking, Brett, um, is that there's no way to really do it. And like, even like Gamefly, I don't even know if Gamefly is still relevant. I think it is, but I, I could be wrong. Uh, it's been so long. You know, that came out more in like, what, middle school? Game it's Fly? relevant. It's relevant. People still use it to this day. Honestly, they're now, because they started that trend just like uh, Netflix and Hulu did the whole streaming thing. They gave that a try and it's worked out for them in, in the biggest favor. That's why I think Redbox is going down to where it is because it's a physical location. Notice they're placed in every busy, you know, area. Walmarts, Brookshire's, things like that, you know. I mean, they're trying to, they're trying to stay relevant too. But I agree with the whole game stealing thing. However, I have always... use Gamefly or I go up to Redbox I have them in there and I take it out rent it for a day if I like it then I'll go you know find where I gotta purchase it from and I'll buy the whole damn thing but other than that it's just yeah, that's safe for me to try that's what Redbox is for man that's what I that's what I understand like Redbox is for you to try a game and I happen to spend the $50 yeah let me spend $2 for a day I love the game bam make buy it go to GameStop GameStop makes their money so in turns you know like you said man I'm going to try the game. If I could pay $2 to try it, all oh, the game's trash. I don't have to spend another $60. Exactly. You know, so that's going to kill. That's going to shoot Red Bull. I think that'll shoot him in the foot just a little bit, but they're going to survive. Of course. I mean, Redbox kind of started the whole thing, you know. The, 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 I mean, honestly, it was Redbox and Chill before Netflix was a thing. So, you know, they kind of started that whole trend also. And uh, what, I mean, whatever Redbox is doing now, I'm sure they're going to come up with something else like that because that was innovative. That was very, very smart. The, the technical aspect of that was great. I mean, the delivery, the execution, it was all perfect. It really was. But it's just it's just getting overran by the other, you know, infinite possibilities on TV because now you've got 50 different apps you can download on your TV that stream things for a low, low price of $1.99 a month or a premium for a year, you know, shit like that. So it's just, you know, it's just it's just kind of time for them to buckle down, figure out what they need to do to stay, you know, in this in this ever-changing world of technology because if not, then Redbox is going to shut down along with, you know, um, GameStop and Blockbuster. the rest of them. 
you know the the, the, the market's getting so saturated uh Redbox can vary I'm not saying it's going to be you know I like Redbox I do like it every now and then I like my brother and them they can go do that stuff all the time uh they'll use my car to go use it or whatever um but I, I if if they're already getting they're already shooting themselves in the foot with the gaming I wouldn't be surprised if you know Redbox isn't the blockbuster of our generation where it's going to go out of business right they're going to just, you know, disappear. But like you said, they're in most major locations. Dollar General, Brookshire's, Walmart. You know, I don't know about like Sam's Club or anything, but they're they're in all the right places. And I see people at them motherfuckers all the time. Right. You know, some people like, they'll pay like $15 for Netflix, $15 for Hulu. That's $30 a month. Some people watch that shit religiously and some people don't. So the, the, the payment of $30 a month isn't feasible for them. So getting a $2 movie every now and then, like say if they're only doing it twice, three times a month, that's $6. You know, versus thirty. You know, that's a yeah, that's fucking a meal for four. Exactly. No, I completely agree with what you're saying, man. Like honestly, truly, uh, the digital wave is really taking over, and a bunch of the physical locations are going to be shutting down. I mean, it's just a matter of time before things start declaring Chapter Twenty One bankruptcy. Not because they don't have the money to fund themselves. It's just there's no future for the businesses. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they're doing great right now, but in turn, in time, things will things will start i mean like you said it's just, the market's saturated there's tons of competition everywhere and wholeheartedly i think you know i think digital or streaming is going to win every time but the sad part about that is is that you will no kids in the next generation will ever have the greatest feeling of pre-ordering something and waiting in line to get that collector's item waiting in line to get that collector's edition you know going up to the store and actually picking out a game that you want because you worked your ass off for that for that 25 dollars allowance to buy it you know what i mean now it's going to be like Knowing oh you, you want this here you go here's 25 bucks get my car turn on the tv download what you want to that's it there's no satisfaction with that yeah, I know. You know, little Timmy mowed yards, washed cars and stuff to get that free work, to get that Halo Master Chief collection where he gets the freaking helmet or he gets Hell the damn yeah. uh, you know, RC car stuff waiting in line at 12 o'clock on a, on, a, on a Thursday school night getting their game because they've been busting their ass at school. And, you know, you're right, Brett. You're totally right. Um, if there's anything you want to close it out, I know we're coming to the, you know, the end of this end of this cast. Uh, but, you know, if there's anything you want to, you know, hit with a little bit of topic or, you know, finish out with us and finish out strong, brother. Yeah, of course, uh, guys, like I said, we've been mentioning little pop-in updates and things like that. We are honestly just getting things together for the 2020 year. Um, we're not, you know, we're not ghosting you guys. We're not, we're not disappearing again. You know, it's just, we have been silent, but like I said, hustle or silence and hustle, you know, at the same time. So whenever we're quiet, that means we're working on something. We're always working on something. We collaborate every single day. We're sorry that you don't get to, you know, be a part of that because honestly, our lives are just, I mean, they're two separate lives right now, but we're coming together as one on this podcast. And as Tyler mentioned before in the, in the update earlier today, you know, we are, we are coming in strong for 2020. We will have YouTube videos. We will have the merch. We will have the whole nine yards. Uh, Anchor will be the strongest platform for us as of right now and then we'll transfer that over to youtube as time grows but this will always be you know who we are as people and we always promise to deliver the best content the truest content the rawest content every single time we deliver and as tyler mentioned before we're going to have a 2020 schedule yes a schedule laid out to the perfect t where you will be notified every time on specific days at certain times when we pop in with the podcast and you'll be the first people to know we're going to have a consistent schedule that way we can keep you know everybody here you know everybody gathered around everybody you know on tune at the same time and things of that nature just keep things in sync um this has been you know an absolute wonderful pleasure and i'm always i'm always you know 
just pleased to be here to talk to you guys and let y'all know how we're feeling about things, you know, pop off ideas, details, all that kind of stuff like that. So uh, before I go, I just want to say thank you guys for listening. And to the guys who have been there since day one, thank you so much. Uh, we will credit you whenever we, you know, get things going to where we're at. But never forget that we are here for you guys and we love you very much. And we would not be we wouldn't be grinding this hard, you know, if it wasn't for you guys. And that's the honest to God's truth. So I appreciate you guys. I love every single one of you. Don't forget to like, comment, motherfucking applaud. You know, follow us on our Instagram, follow us on our Facebook, you know, inclusively in the know. I mean, go there, check it out, check us out and things like that. But in 2020, we're coming at you with everything we got. And you better sit down and buckle the fuck up because it's going to be one hell of a ride. Yeah. Hell yeah, Brett. Um, guys, a quick, quick recap. Instagram. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. We're going to have it all pretty soon coming 2020, guys. Uh, don't forget, we're going to have that moment where you're going to be able to get our merch, guys. <laughs> yes, that is correct. Merch. We're going to have a merch line. Later, dude, exclusive t-shirt. Of course, Brett's going to have his very own limited edition t-shirt. Can't wait for that, guys. Uh, so remember, just keep up keep up with us for updates, guys. We're going to have that merch. We're going to have those YouTube channels. We're going to have everything coming in together in 2020 uh, as fast as possible. But we're going to make sure we do it due diligently so everything is done properly and everything's set up good so we don't have any kind of pushback or anything like that. But, guys, we're very excited for this merch lineup. So don't forget to, uh, you know, we're going to set up a shop and you're going to get a bit of, uh, you know, subscribe with your email. And then when our store launches, you'll be able to get your merch. Be the first in line, guys. We'll be giving out some sweet deals. Like I said, all the loyal people have been with us Hell since yeah. 2017, 2018. Guys, we're going to hit you with some free merch, you know, um, maybe some shirts, maybe a hat. You know, guys, we're going to take care of you for taking care of us. Because once we get to that big point where we want to be, guys, it's nothing. It's all the way just up from there. There's nowhere we can go but up. And, guys, we want you to be here for the long run. And we're so glad we can provide you entertainment. And great, you know, positive, you know, positive vibes. And, uh, you know, if guys, we're here to help you. We're here to uh, make your life better, guys. Give you that information, news updates, gaming, anything what it is. Doesn't matter, guys. You know we're here for you. Brett and Tyler, when inclusively know, are going to be here for you till the end of time, guys. But this is this is Tyler signing out when inclusively know. And uh, Brett, so later, dudes.